Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Circle here on the grid. Mike and George talking to you about the NFL this fine Sunday morning. And, George, we have uh, fantasy football season. We're in the throes of it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about some player props, too. Fantasy adjacent, more in the sports wagering category, but uh, could matter for those of you out there that own some of, uh, that are managing some of these players this season. So uh, we'll talk about some of those player props. But wanted to start it off on a, just sort of a – a standard piece of news that uh, happened in the NFL this week, but a big promotion for Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Riddick. They are named as the new Monday Night Football crew. And Booger McFarland and Joe Tessitore were the previous crew. I think they received a lot of criticism. I thought some of it was undue criticism, but nonetheless, they've been, they make another change. They've been doing this quite a bit, uh, frankly, this century, George. Over the last 20 years, I bet we can name six or seven or eight different crews, and we have yet another one. But Levy, Riddick, and Greasy. Levy and Greasy work together a lot uh, in college. They have done uh, an NFL game. They did a Monday night football game uh, last year, I believe. But Lewis Riddick, who you and I both like a lot as a critic on NFL Live and other shows, will be a big, big addition to this crew. I mean, you can see what ESPN is trying to do. They're trying to find the right combination. That's right. All right, uh, guys that are both entertaining and informative. It's not an easy thing to do. They did also, remember, they tried to trade for Al Michaels, <laughs> all right, uh, for NBC, get him off the Sunday night cast and get him on the Monday night football. Uh, that didn't work there. They've tried unsuccessfully to get Peyton Manning for years now, pretty much offering him anything he wants, and he just won't take the job. They tried to get Tony Romo. He took, uh, really, was more money to stay with CBS, which is not surprising what most of us expected there. So you can't say they're not trying. They yeah. certainly are. You know, I have two things here. One, 
Listen, I like Steve Levy. I do. I like him on the sports centers. He does uh, the hockey as well. So I've enjoyed. He does a lot there. of hockey. How do you, well, I, I wanted your opinion specifically on this because he does a lot of hockey. I think he's a good hockey announcer. Do you think that? I do as well. I like his emotion. I like his. Uh, it's almost like a boyish enthusiasm. I would call it, and I enjoy it. You know, I've liked Steve Levy. I like. Uh, like I said, I am a hockey guy. He get, gets on very well with John Butchergross, Barry Melrose, also with ESPN, and they have a great camaraderie there. I enjoy listening to them. So yes, uh, I like that. I, as you already said, I am a big Lewis Riddick fan. I like the fact that Lewis Riddick seems to say what's on his mind. He's not trying to uh, sugarcoat things. He'll tell you what he thinks. I think that's what you need. You know, my my biggest criticism of John Gruden, you already said this, was that everyone was great. Everybody was great. And that's because he obviously, I don't care how many years it took. Maybe he was waiting for the right opportunity, but he obviously wanted to get back in the NFL. And he doesn't want to rub anyone the wrong way. The in fact, fact it was, was there was a noticeable roller coaster with him, George. When he first was on air with ESPN, he was not critical at all. He had just left the sidelines. Two, three years in, he started to feel his way. And it was like he was being more critical. He was throwing guys under the bus. But then it changed again. And that's when we knew that he was looking for a job on the sidelines again. So he, it became uh, antiseptic. It became worthless to me. You know, uh, I just, just really worthless when the guy's not going to uh, criticize. And I listen, I hope Riddick doesn't change. I want him to be the person he is. Uh, he, uh, he does or has tried to get a general manager's job. And, and let's face it, he probably should have one. He is a guy who really should be considered for that job. But yeah. I hope he doesn't do that. Where now he's going to turn into John Gruden, too, because he doesn't want to be nailed out of any jobs because he criticized someone on that team. Or the owner, or the general, the current general manager, the coach, whatever it might be. I hope he feels free to say what he wants there and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, so, I am interested. Now, I am someone, Mike. I think you know this. Most people do. I don't listen to many games. I find most announcers to be terrible, and I don't like them. So, I think they're worthless. Uh, the Sunday Night Crew is a go. I do like Al Michaels and Colin. But Hall. I do listen. That's the thing. I do listen to the primetime announcers. So. Thursday nighters, Sunday nighters, Monday nighters. It's the only game on. I am listening to the announcers. Uh, the bulk of other games, we're watching Red Zone. We're flipping back and forth. Right. I need some for some explanations. And frankly, uh, I do the NFL package. What's it called? The NFL online package. Game Pass. I use that. So I watch condensed games. And the only thing I hear, I don't. I never hear the color commentator. Because it's a 30-minute, 35-minute right. It's just over and over and over again. So in that sense, yeah, I, I am really more focused on the primetime announcing teams. Here's why I think it's going to work. Greasy and Levy have worked together since 2016 doing premier college football games. Le Levy's been calling games for 10 years. Greasy as well since 2009. Levy's worked for ESPN since 1993. And we both like Riddick. He can step in and do a game anytime he wants. And I honestly think because these guys work well together already, you pair them with Riddick, I think it's going to work. It should be noted, Lisa Salters is the sideline reporter. She'll continue to do that. John Perry is the officiating analyst. He'll continue to do that. That's why I think it's going to work. I think a lot of times they're trying to match people together and hoping to find some special sauce. Just pick the guys that work together and do a good job already. You add Lewis Riddick in, he, 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 can, he can work with anybody. That guy's tremendous on television. Yes, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I truly, I think it's, I think it's something that could work here. I think ESPN also has to realize, listen, the Monday night game is no longer the marquee game. It hasn't been in forever. That's the Sunday night game now. They yeah. have the marquee game. You, the quality ESPN, games were better last year, at least than previous years. They were, but they're they're not scheduled to be that way. They're just not. You know, Sunday night gets the best. Thursday night gets the worst, 
because every team has to be represented in primetime at least once, and ESPN is somewhere between the two. You know, the Monday night game. It's just, oh, once again, it's just the way it is here. So, uh, just as we be, welcome just, in our radio audience for this final minute, just cover the game, be informative, and you know, it's you're, you're announcing a football game. It's not life and death. You're announcing a football game. Be excited about when plays happen. Be, get the fans uh, with you. It's, this year's a trying year for these guys because there's going to be no fans in the stands. So uh, No uh, juice. No juice, right. You're going to have to feel it. No electricity going on there. So the, it's an interesting year to have a new booth. But all being – I mean, I don't think Testori was all that bad, but I can't see this being any worse than it was the past couple of years. I think it has to be an improvement. Yeah. I always feel like people bang – look, I, if you want – if you want a surefire way to get sports fans to disagree with you, tell them that you'd like an announcer. I guarantee 50% of them will disagree with you. I guarantee it. We'll come back. We're going to talk uh, player props next on Football Full Circle. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the grid, Mike and George talking about Player props, specifically running back totals. We've done a lot of player props this offseason. I think we'll start stacking them up as we get closer to the season. I'll give you a sense of what we think of these player props on FanDuel. But uh, first, follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid, on Instagram at SportsGridTV, at George Kurtz, at Mike Blewett on Twitter. So, George, running back totals. This is rushing and receiving yards. Do some combos here. We're going to take them one by one. I will say, in general, Running back props, seasonal running back props, aren't my favorite for the reason that we talk about with um, fantasy. The second the injury happens, it's over. 
uh, and there's a greater chance that a running back's going to get hurt and, and miss out on some of these huge totals that I'm about to announce um, and, and just really miss an opportunity. Even missing two or three games for running backs puts some of these wagers in jeopardy. Thoughts about maybe running back props versus QB or wide receiver? Oh, I agree with you. Uh, I'd have to be... So I certainly wouldn't put a large amount of money on these props. Uh, not for the main guys, because you are worried about injury. Uh, let's face it, they touch the ball 20 times a game. They're getting tackled 20 times a game. Maybe every now and then they get pushed out of bounds. Or they're getting a lot of 300-pound men falling on you. A lot of guys around your legs. A lot of car crashes. That's really what every tackle is. Like, it's a car crash. Plus, so uh, I, I'm very plus wary. I, I play so many weekly player props that I don't feel as much of a need to do it for running backs for the season, I would say. But we'll try to find you the best values here. Uh, let's see if there's any juice on any of these. Nothing significant on any of these. So uh, minus 112 in both directions. So I'm going to rip them off. Alvin Kamara started off with him, George. 1,524 and a half yards. Again, it's rushing and receiving total. Can you get to 1525? What do you think? 1525, do a little math here, divided by 16. It's 95 yards a game. That's what it comes out to, 95 yards a game. It certainly seems doable. I mean, let's look at last year. Uh, last year now, we found out he was hurt pretty severely early on, right? We found that out, uh, I think it was week two, week three, when he uh, says he hurt his knee there. Yep. He still had 12, over 1,300 yards. 1330. So, you know... He started nine games, played in 14. So you think, uh, listen, the starting thing doesn't bother 252 me. touches, which they is down Murray from 275 there. the year before. The thing is, if you get 275, 23, you're not going to get to the total. You know, I mean, you average five yards. Even if you want to say you average five yards a touch, those extra 23 carries only gives you another 115 yards. It doesn't get them there. Now you're at 14 and change. In, two, so, in, in 2018, he had 275 touches, 1,592 yards. So he cleared that. But, he cleared that, but he had a lot more touches there. He did. You know, the Saints are really a team that's going to play more towards the Super Bowl. Right? They want to win. They have uh, they don't need to overwork him here. Bottom line is this. 15 games, I'm not doing 13 it. started. All right. That's, that's I'm not doing going it. a just, long way to say right. you're I not can I can see a lot of negatives here is why I, I won't do this. Uh, so I'm not going to do it. And I also I don't think he's going to be the, the kind of guy that you can say, oh, he's definitely staying healthy. I don't think he's built that way. Yeah. So I think he's a guy who's more susceptible to injury than other players. I mean, once again, 5'10", 215, you know, he's not built like a little uh, like a brick wall here. He, I'm gonna pass. he cleared it his rookie year too, but he was he had 7.7 yards per touch as a rookie. I don't think we're getting back there, uh, certainly not this season. Uh, so, all right, so we're gonna pass on Kamara. Would you say the under or pass for you? I would lean towards the under. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't do it there. I mean, listen, a small amount, sure. You I don't want to root against Alvin Kamara. I'm not doing that one. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, 1,899 and a half. So he's got to get to 1,900 yards, George. Do your math and I'll, I'll do your math and I'll tell you, uh, where he, where he was at the last couple of years. Obviously he hit this total, uh, last year, 2,392 yards. The previous year he hit it as well at 1965. So regression expected by the books. What do you think here? Well, it's 119 yards a game. It's a lot. For what it's worth. Uh, that, that is a lot. I mean, this level, you mentioned he's hit it. Uh, we, you and I both expect, once again, this team to be trailing a lot. 
A lot of high-scoring games coming out of Carolina. Uh, he'll be a big part of it. Now, he'll be a big part of it. The biggest. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, his history tells us he doesn't like to throw the ball into the secondary. He likes those check-down throws. You know, little short pairs at the line of scrimmage here. Can you remember how many passes he caught last year? McCaffrey? Mm-hmm. Did he catch over 100? I don't, I don't think he caught over 100, but he might 116, have. 116, George. Damn. Yeah. Damn is right. 403 times he touched the ball. They were bad <laughs> offensively, and he still did that. I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I, I, once again, I'm not doing it, but I would lean the over here. I think he does eclipse that mark again. It's going to have to go really sideways for him, for him not to do it. Now, there's tons of data to suggest regression, but there would also be data to suggest regression from 326 touches uh, and 1,965 yards, which he did two years ago, and then he got 80 more touches and he got 400 more yards. So um, I don't expect him to go up from here, but if you bring it back to 350 touches, George, with your math, what is that? 350 to get a uh, 1900. 350 to uh, yeah, he's got to get the hundred and what'd you say, 119 yards a game. So he needs he only needs to average 5.4 yards a, uh, a touch. That's it's doable. Low, that would be the lowest of his career. Maybe I, 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 I think he 350 does. touches though. I guess my, once again, if you want to play devil's advocate, the, what you're worried about besides an injury, injuries worried about with everybody would be that their offense is better. I mean, maybe Bridgewater has throws the ball to more people, more receivers. You know, they had Kyle Allen last year. They had a bunch of... I'm worried about them not controlling the ball enough is what I'm worried about. I think their defense is going to be on the field for long stretches. And I think that they will have to throw more. I wonder if it hurts his catch total. Like, I could see his catches dipping below 100 for the first time since his rookie year. By the way, the year before in 2018, he had 107 catches. So I'd be worried about him, his uh, his touches dipping below that. But uh, that I feel like a fun shark if I bet the Christian McCaffrey under. So if you're taking it, I'd go with the over. I think it's low enough that I'd feel good about the over. I wouldn't pass on it, and I don't think it's going under. So that's where I'm at with McCaffrey. Uh, Derrick Henry, 1,509 and a half yards. So he's got to get to 15. 10, George. So that's under 100 yards a game. Well, you know you're not getting much from him as far as the uh, receiving game is concerned. Now, oh, what's going 22 passes last year, I think, if memory serves me. That's, that's a whole pass and a half a game. Uh, you need 94, 95 yards pretty much uh, a game here. 18 he caught during the regular season. Yikes. One catch a game. Uh, is he getting 95 yards a, uh, a game here? Now, you're not really worried about anybody taking carries away from him, right? I mean, we both like Evans to some degree, but I don't think Evans is going to be a major part of the game plan here. I've already said it. This team runs through Henry, literally. They need him to be Henry in order for this offense to survive. What I'm always going to be worried about is an injury. He He's not he's not elusive. He's looking to hurt you. He's looking to hit you. He's Earl Campbell. So he's looking to hurt you, looking to hit you, which means he's going to get hit a lot. Only take He doesn't even need to be injured, Mike. Just slow down. With a nagging injury. We've seen that in the past from him. I kind of lean under here. Got the big contract, too. Right? The new contract, so maybe the, the motivation's not quite as there. He basically and I got what amounts to a two-year deal, George. So if I'm playing devil's advocate, I'll say, look, they're going to they're gonna run him till the wheels fall off, but they do need him for next year, too. 
He got 303 carries last year. He received 24 targets, uh, 18 catches. So for a total of 321 touches, he had 17 six last year, 5.4 yards per touch. A very successful season, but man, he basically has to duplicate that to I get lean under. there. I think I'm the same. And I don't think that's a disaster for the Titans. I think if Derrick Henry ripped off 1,400 yards, 1,450 yards instead of 1,746, I still think they, they can be successful. It's about them getting it done in the playoffs. I think this is a playoff team. Uh, can they duplicate what they did to New England and Baltimore last year? That's going to be a tall order. It really will be. The, the success to this team isn't Derrick Henry being marginally better. It's Tannehill being a lot more successful and then being a more versatile offense when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, that's my opinion, at least. You get no for me. I agree with you. I think okay. they need uh, to have a little bit more of a threat in the passing game for Henry to, to succeed. Cool. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about this set of player props. It's running backs next on Football Full Circle. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the grid, talking about running back props this season. In the NFL, uh, start with your boy on this segment, George. One Zeke Elliott. Uh, in fact, you're not looking at it right now, so I will. I'm going to pose it as a trivia question. What would you set Zeke Elliott's uh, total at? Total rushing and receiving yards. What would you set it at? Seventeen fifty. Wow, really good. You're good at this. Seventeen thirty-four and a half. So you got to get to 1735. You think Zeke's doing it? 
I, it's, I, it doesn't mean I think he's doing it. I just know he had 1,300 and somewhat yards rushing last year. Give another 400 receiving. 17 sounded good. So, once again, let's do our little math here because I think this is important <laughs> to do the math. Uh, divided by 16. Ooh, it's 110 yards a game. Now, he's going to average, I imagine, 80 yards rushing per game. So, you need 40 yards passing. It's a lot to ask. I mean, I don't think Dallas is going to be uh, looking to use him in the passing game all that much this year because, hey, we got Cooper. We got Gallup. We got CeeDee Lamb. And we got Blake Jarwin, who the Cowboys really like at tight end. So, I don't know how many passes he's going to receive here. So, he may need to up that rushing total a bit. Uh, really to get that there, which you might be able to do because, once again, offensive line is still solid. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still solid. And I think teams are going to back off a little bit. I think they're going to say, you know what? We'd rather die by the knife in Elliott than the gun with Cooper, Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I think, once again, I think they'll uh, back off the safeties a little bit there. I'm going to take the under here. Now, Zeke Elliott, I think, you know, he had a, when you look at his numbers last year, Mike, looked good, right? Solid yeah. year. Yeah. He only had four rushes of more than 20 yards. Not four. Great. That's terrible. And he that's did. Not, and and despite terrible. the fact that he caught 54 passes, look, I, I, th I thought the narrative with him not being a pass catcher early in his career was incorrect, but I don't think he's an elite pass catcher as a running back. He did catch 54 passes last year and 77 the year before. So that was a positive trend for him and for fantasy managers, however, and, and wagerers. But uh, I don't know that he's elite. There's a lot of video out there of him dropping a lot of passes, too. So it could have been better than it actually was. Yeah, I just don't think the Cowboys are going to need him to be that guy. Yeah, I think they're going to try. They're going to put the ball into the secondary with these receivers here. So uh, I'm going to go slightly under here. Although one thing, once again, when I play devil's advocate, well, maybe the reason why he didn't have the explosive runs last year was because he held out that new contract. You know, so maybe that had a part of it, too. He's in camp, obviously, now. Although, once again, he had COVID earlier or early on in the spring, summer. So maybe the only time he played too. 16 games, too, though. I mean, he had in his career, he has hit this number every three of the four years of his career. He did not hit it in 2017 because he was suspended six games. But um, last year it was 1777, 2001. Before that, his rookie year, it was just a shade under 2000 and 1994. And the the year that he missed six games, it was twelve fifty two. Uh, we we have a lot of expectations for this offense, George. I just can't see Zeke not still not being the biggest part of it. I'm going to go over on this one. I understand it's a pretty big number, but I think we're all pretty bullish on this Cowboys offense. If it doesn't work out, whew, if it doesn't work out with Mike McCarthy, just get out of the way. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like if this team goes eight and eight again, I I. Uh, I can't say I'm rooting for it because <laughs> you're a Cowboys fan, but I don't know what will happen because it's all hands on deck. This is a team that has to win. It's high expectations now. Like, they are in the mix to win a Super Bowl. That's the roster that's in front of Mike McCarthy, correct? It's a good roster. I mean, like I said, the only obvious weakness is in the secondary. It's a good Cowboy roster. Uh, there's no reason why they should. If they don't make the playoffs, forget 8-8. Eight eight. If they don't make the playoffs with an extra wild card. I agree. I mean, and you're in, a, you're in a division, let's face it. Giants, bad. Washington, bad. Eagles are good. You know, they, they, I can, you could lose a division. I can see that. The Eagles aren't. I think the Cowboys are ahead of the Eagles, but the Eagles aren't that far behind. So I, I wouldn't get on McCarthy for not winning a division. I could see you winning 11 games, but the Eagles win a tiebreaker or they go 12-4. and four. That wouldn't shock me. But if you were to miss the playoffs by going, you said 8-8 eight and eight or even 9-7, and seven, yikes. Yeah, yeah. 
James Connor is the next one on the list. Under. Oh, come on, man. I didn't I even get out of the gate on this. Another guy can't stay healthy. What? How dare you? All right, I'm looking up his numbers from last year. What do you think they set the number at? I'm going to make you guess this one now, too. Oh, God. Um, I mean, he's on the board. Yeah, say, there's only say, six or seven guys on this whole list. So. 11.75. That's a pretty good guess, actually. 12.34 and a half. So you're a little light, but that's I'll not a terrible that. guess. Uh, James Conner, here we go. Uh, last year, obviously, he was banged up. Ten games, terrible, terrible, terrible offense. He only carried the ball 116 times, only 150 touches for 715 yards. The previous year, which is really the year that he came into his own, was 2018. He started 12 games, played in 13, 270 touches for 1,470 yards. George, he's got Ben back, Juju back. Um, what do we think? What do we think? You think it's way under, but you're you're saying no, that based I, don't, on I don't. I don't think it's based way on under. a health based on a health guess. Yeah, mine is the, is definitely the health. I mean, once again, you can make the argument Ben is back. Teams not going to worry about the running game anymore, or not as much. I shouldn't say anymore, but not as much. But I don't think he's going to play 16 games. History tells us he never won't. has. Yeah. Right? History tells us he won't. Uh, I'm not. I don't. Benny Snell, Samuels. I mean, nice guys could take some carries away here or there. So I don't think there's any big threat there. I think they want. Those are a one-back system guy, right? History tells us that they are. I just don't think he can play 16. So I think he might need to get that total that we're talking about in 13 games, which, which he didn't that, do two years ago. Which you can't. It, it's possible. We mentioned you just said it's 12:34. That's less than 100 yards a game. It's about 96. Well, fan, it is 96. That's what he would need if he only plays 13 games. But for now, what if it's 12 games? Now you're over 100 yards a game. It's tougher. Now you're putting up an elite category. And I just don't know if I can bet, uh, bet on that. Uh, I, I lean, once again, this is not something I would definitely do here, but I would lean under here. This is my favorite one so far. I'm going over. Uh, I, I just think based on the, I think number's too low. Yes, you're going to deal with the risks that we just talked about, but the number pushed low enough that I think it's my favorite one. I, I you know, I, I don't know if anybody is a surefire under um, yet. I'm really worried about Henry. I just think regression is bound to happen there at 1,510 yards when there's only one way to get it. I just don't like that one at all. Uh, but James Conner, uh, I think it's my favorite one here. I think the number is low enough. You did the math. I, I just think that he can get there even if it's only 13 games. So next one, former Steeler Le'Veon Bell. What do you think this number is? I mean, how is Gase going to use it? How can anybody even know what the number is here? He's probably his last season with the team, right? I don't know if Gase even cares. Not okay, probably. Definitely his last season with the team. Yeah. Hell, it might be Gase's last season with the team. This also could be true. 12.75. Really good. You're nailing these, George. 12.99 and a half. So he's got to get to exactly 1,300. Uh, you can do the math, and I'll look up his stats here for everybody uh, and rip them off. And they are... Uh, Le'Veon Bell's touches last year in what was an absolutely abysmal, non-functioning offense, offense at times, uh, 311 touches last year for 1250. So he didn't get there. Offense was really bad. He did catch 66 passes. Uh, that's really all I have to go off. I can give you his, his career stats with the Steelers, but we know he was a monster in Pittsburgh. 406 touches for 1,946 yards, 336 for 1,884. Uh, one year he got hurt, 373 for 2,215, 289 
for 1259. That's all the way back to his rookie year. The one year he got hurt was 137 for 692. But George, I mean, he puts up this number he puts up when he's healthy. Um, my logical brain tells me that, all right, look, I didn't want you to be here, but you're here. This is me being Adam Gase. I didn't want you to be here, but you're here. We got rid of a bunch of guys. We're clearing cap space, but we've got to try to win some games here. I got to help Sam develop. We're going to use you to the best of our ability. I don't know. I'm going to throw you the ball 78 times like I did last year. Am I right on that number? Yes. But I need you to hear. We're, we're going to try it. We're going to utilize you touching the ball 20 times a game in order to get us to win some games. Does that make sense? Listen, we all know that Bell should crush this number. It's only 81 yards a game. For a guy who can catch the ball and receive the ball, he should crush this number. We think the Jets will have a better offensive line, right? You draft the number one guy. You uh, make some uh, free agent additions. Granted, the free agents, nothing really to crow home about, but you're hoping the, uh, they'll play well together. That's really what you're hoping for there. Uh, Gase has to win games. He's not someone who can go, you know what? I'm playing for the future here. I don't care. He's not going to have a future. The problem is, have you seen who their first four opponents are? Yeah. Buffalo, San Francisco. They just have a bad schedule. Indianapolis, yeah. Denver. It's a bad schedule. I mean, he can be so far behind. Right? He needs 81 yards a game, but after those first four games, he might need 110 yards a game for the rest of the season to uh, surpass that number. You know, something silly like that. And he's got Buffalo again. He's got the Chargers here. I mean, wow. It's like you're playing a lot of good run defenses in the first half of your schedule. It does get better in the second half. It gets better as far as run defenses. But, man, hard to like it here. Everything tells me he should go over. He's too good at back. Gase needs to win games. He can't play uh, the long game here. I don't care if we win. I'll get the, the top draft pick. Got Jamal Adams. Trade. You know, I get those picks as well here. And we'll reap the, reap the benefit. I think Gase is gone, too, at the end of this year. Along with Bell. If things don't, if things turn into a 3-13 and 13 season. I, don't, I think Jet fans will be calling for his head where they'll have no choice here. They'll have to get rid of them. So I, I, you said logic. All logic tells me this should be over. But it's the Jets. You throw logic out the window with the Jets. I can't bet on the Jets offensively this year. That's my final answer. So uh, Saquon Barkley is how we're going to land the plane. We only got about 30 seconds left. Uh, 1,750. You love it, right? That's a lot. It's a big number, dude. Yeah. It's the biggest one on here other than McCaffrey. 1750. It's a, oh, they can throw those. He's Daniel a candidate for 400 touches, George. Yeah, I'll take the over. Just stay healthy. He uh, turned that ankle in that Tampa Bay game last year. Don't do that again. I'll take the over, but man, that's a lot. He did it as a rookie with 352 touches last year, obviously banged up 269 touches for 1441. So if he lands somewhere in the middle, he hits it. So, uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit of fantasy football. After this on The Grid, it's Mike and George. We're FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, 
Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the grid, Mike and George talking about... Uh, Wrapping up the running back props, and then we'll get into fantasy fantasy football a little bit. So, um, most regular season rushing yards prop. There's plenty of guys on here. I'm going to rip off the top few. Derrick Henry, plus 750. Zeke Elliott, plus 950. Nick Chubb, plus 950. Saquon Barkley, plus 950. McCaffrey, plus 1,100. Keep in mind, this is regular season rushing yards only. Dalvin Cook at plus 1,400. Josh Jacobs, 1,900. Miles Sanders, 2,000. Raheem Mostert, 2,000. Kamara, 2,200. Carson, 2,200. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 2,200. Where's James Conner? Where's James Conner? Oh, Shane's not there. All the way down at plus 3,100, and they misspelled his name. Come on, FanDuel. Just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding that they misspelled it, but come on. Let's clean it up. Anyway, uh, tell me who your rushing champ is. I had you write it down. All right, so uh, I did write down seven names here, and you actually mentioned all seven. Uh, Elliot, Barkley, Chubb, Cook, uh, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and uh, Josh Jacobs. Yes, it takes me a second. My handwriting is terrible. Thanks. So even reading my own handwriting is tough here. Now, I was crossing them off one by one as during the, the break here. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. He's at plus 1,400. I like the odds there. I'll tell you why. Ah, uh, yeah, he has an injury history. That's why his number's down there. Uh, he's... I guess a holdout could be a threat. I don't think it's going to happen. He has zero leverage. But no Stefan Diggs. Can't really throw the ball as much as you want. And we know Mike Zimmer likes to run the football. He's come out and yeah. said that's pretty much why he fired the offensive coordinator two years ago because they weren't running enough for his liking. And he thought that hurt the team here. So I think Dalvin Cook's going to get the ball early and often. Uh, I know Mr. Madison there is a threat, but Madison's not going to take the starting job. He'll take away some carries, absolutely. But you could say that with everybody on this list, with the exception of Barkley, right? Ezekiel Elliott's got to deal with Pollard. You know, Chubb's got Kareem Hunt. Uh, Henry has nobody, too, but I, we already said that. We don't think Henry's there. And Christian McCaffrey is going to get the overall yardage leader, but not really a, uh, a threat to get the rushing yardage. Josh Jacobs is an interesting pick for me. I actually almost almost took him over Cook here. Uh, sort of the, uh, I guess, a lower-level guy here, plus 1,900. I do like that. But I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. 
I like it. I mean, you, you had some logic there that I agree with. I, I think that I'm, I, I think the problem with this prop is that a lot of times we think of running backs and their total impact on games, right? But you, you understand that it's rushing only, and I look at it as rushing only. I think my guys that I'd really be looking at, I think I'm going to stick in the NFC East. I think it's Zeke or Barkley. Um, I know Chubb has become, uh, for no other reasons, that, in my opinion, that Kareem Hunt is there, obviously, as an asset as well. Uh, Chubb has become exclusively like a, a running back, and they're going to let him carry the ball as many times as possible. Uh, McCaffrey, I, I don't think he's a real challenge for this. I think if we're talking about total yards, McCaffrey's right in the mix. Uh, obviously, we just went through those props. But I, I'll keep it between those two. I think your your logic makes sense with Cook. The only, I mean, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs as the wild cards, I could see that. I think Raheem Mostert, no chance. I like Tevin Coleman, frankly, as a sleeper pick in fantasy uh, drafts this year. I think that's virtually no chance. I am so no done chance. with Coleman. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about him next then. But uh, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, a few other names out there. But I'd keep it uh, between... Barkley and Zeke, maybe smaller wagers on those two. As we go down the list a little bit, uh, maybe, maybe Does it bother somebody you like Josh Jacobs. Mike? Does yeah. it bother you that McCarthy is known to throw the football? That he likes to throw the football? I mean, Zeke Elliott actually came out this week and said, we are Dallas Cowboys, we'll run the football. As if, uh, I mean, once again, maybe McCarthy liked to throw the football because he never had a running back in Green Bay, for the most part. Yeah. Right? Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I think that's a challenge, sure. I think the I think this offense though, as much as I joke around and bust chops, the only thing that worries me about the offense is that so many other people like it. I start to get a little nervous when everybody likes the teams that I like for the same reasons that I like it. I think I'm I'm in an echo chamber a little bit too much, so I try to take a step back, think a little bit more critically, and and wonder if I'm just uh, I'm hearing all this noise that's convincing me of it. But when you look at the weapons, I, I just think they have an opportunity to be a really efficient offense, and that can help Zeke. Does it get him the rushing title? I don't know, but I'm at 10 to 1 here. So I got 10 to 1 on him and Barkley, and I feel like one of those two will win it. Josh Jacobs is would be my long shot. I just think that they'll force the ball. But I, I don't think the Raiders' offense is going to be particularly great. I think Jacobs just, just sees so many carries. Gruden's going to play it old school and just give him the ball 350 times. That 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 can just get you there at some point, right? Gets you there by volume, sure. Yeah. No, I, I don't listen. I don't have any problem with your logic either. I certainly think Barkley's going to have a great year. You know, Elliot. I don't think he's going to win the rushing title. I think he'll get uh, his share of yardage. But I, I do wonder if he's just not the back that everybody thinks he is. That's dawned on me as well. Why? Uh, you watch him. Like I said, you watch the last couple of years. Not a lot of impressive plays. It's more like uh, because he gets so many opportunities, the yards build up. Compiler. You know, that sort of thing rather than a, uh, a highlight that's guy. That's harsh. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what he was last year. For whatever reason. He's got a lot of miles was. on him. Hey, remember, he came into, uh, out of shape last year, too. That was a big thing that he maybe needed to lose some weight. Uh, we haven't heard any of that this year. Right? Uh, apparently, he is in good shape there. I just think Dallas, in fact, that they can throw the ball. I mean, they should be able to throw the ball up and down the field. So we, you took this in a different direction. We're going to try to talk about fantasy in the in the last half, but I'll ask you really quick in the next minute. Who would you take over him? You mean in fantasy? No. 
you're an NFL GM. You're like, I'm oh, just picking take, the best. I would take Barkley. I'm picking the best running backs. Okay. I would take Barkley. McCaffrey. Uh, boy, they both have big contracts. There's a lot of guys I would take over Zeke because of the contract. Mm-hmm. But if we're taking the contracts out of it, would I take McCaffrey? Ability. I, Ability, I, no contract. I probably would. I probably would. Uh, McCaffrey's close because it uh, depends what you want. Do you want a running back who can do what McCaffrey does, or do you want a real running back? With the Cowboys, I want somebody might, that can do what McCaffrey does. He's a more dynamic playmaker. Then you probably take him McCaffrey, right? You'd have to. He's a damn good running back, and you know he's the best uh, uh, catch, best Ever. running back to catch the ball. Ever. That's probably it. Mar- I don't know if I would take anybody else over him. And Henry's more of a one-trick pony. I want more than Kamara? that. Who? Kamara. No, I don't trust his health. I don't think he's ever going to be able to stay healthy or fully healthy. He might play, but always be banged up. I want more of a prototypical guy here. I'm looking at my list here. Nick Chubb would be close. Whoa. That's high praise for Nick Chubb. I like, listen, I like Nick Chubb. I've always liked Nick Chubb. But uh, the only guys I definitely would, without a doubt, would be Barkley and CMC. Okay. Uh, let's switch it over to Fantasy Pros. Came out with a list earlier this week talking about uh, top consensus sleepers from their staff and from all the uh, from all the the fantasy football experts ranking guys uh, based on how they're being drafted right now. So the top consensus sleepers. George, Gardner Minshew came in as the top consensus sleeper amongst all players that he is being drafted far lower than is being expected. So they compared their draft results and mock draft results uh, to where the experts have them ranked. And Gardner Minshew came out uh, on top with uh, one of the top sleepers. Uh, Next one on the list, Blake Jarwin. Uh, next one on the list, Jonu Smith. I'll, I'll rip off a few, and then we can talk about them. Teddy Bridgewater, Antonio Gibson. Although I will note that the Antonio Gibson news probably changed from the time this article was written on Tuesday to today, Sunday, because mock drafts have changed dramatically. Antonio Gibson flying up boards. Um, I think it's way too much. I'm going to let other people take Antonio Gibson, who didn't even touch the ball that much in college. I understand the upside. I understand the ability. I get it. Uh, you guys, good luck. If you hit on Antonio Gibson, more power to you. I'm going to pass because he's now too expensive. How about any of those guys? Jarwin and John Smith, I like them both, but you know how that tight end position is. Well, I I have, I have, generally have a lot of problems with sleeper columns because generally the, uh, the players they pick are not sleepers. I read one column the other day that had T.Y. Hilton as a sleeper. What? He's an all-pro wide receiver. Right. How's he a sleeper? Uh, it made no sense to me. And uh, it was the easy way out. I don't mind. The players they picked, I would give you are sleepers. The problem is, how can Gardner Minshew or Teddy Bridgewater be sleepers? And if you pay, if you're playing in a super flex league, sure. But in a one quarterback league, how are you going to get them into the top 12? Yeah, I think I think that has to be assumed for those two. That if, you're, if you're saying super flex, then fine, because they're both outside the top 24. Those Minshew, I'm looking at ESPN's list, is at number 24. Do you think but either then, of them can be in the top 12 at the end of the year? No. No. So much volume. They're both going to stink. They're both going to stink, but there are so many good quarterbacks. I mean, listen, just the guys who are there, uh, I'm not even talking top-tier guys. Allen, Breeze, Stafford, Rodgers. Daniel Jones, Roethlisberger, Newton, Tannehill, Goff, Mayfield, uh, Cousins. I mean, they're going to have to pass all these guys to get them a top 12. Every one of them. I'm not even talking about the, uh, the, the number one guys. Jackson, Mahomes, Watson, Murray, Dak, Wilson, Ryan, Tom Brady, Wentz. How about Drew Locke? Any chance for him to get in the top 12? 
Once again, probably not. I don't think the volume is going to be there for him to be that person. I think they can get – right now, once again, ESPN, if you look at them, they have Locke at 23. It's funny you should mention it. Minshew at 24, Bridgewater at 28. Do I think they can get the top 16? Sure. I do think they can get up there and move up a 7-8 spot. But move up even further than that, you would need injuries to replace these guys. So uh, I like I like the fact that they put these guys in the sleepers because they are sleepers. I like yeah. that. But to be quarterback ones at the end of the, uh, in the fantasy year, I mean, could one of the three happen? Sure. I mean, it certainly could. Minshew's going to throw the ball a ton. Like the Jaguars are probably praying he doesn't end up being a quarterback one because that would mean maybe they win some more games than they would have thought. Uh, Drew Locke certainly has the he has the wide receivers to do it, right? They they went heavy on the wide receiver draft there. Maybe that could happen there, but I don't see it. It's just that we're so deep in quarterbacks now. Yeah. Where we're so strong that I don't see it. I do like the two tight ends you mentioned. You know, with uh, Blake Jarwin and Janu Smith. Once again, they're down there in the upper. Uh, once again, um, I'm going up ESPN's list here at twenty and twenty-two. And do I think they can move up? Yes, I do, because once we're not, we're not as deep at tight end. I can see guys falling off. Everything those are up, that's abnormally low for those two. I think it, once again, they. Well, maybe once again, Jarwin. No one knows about him, right? Uh, I, I've seen him, and he's. When you look at Jarwin, you certainly want to start him when he's playing with Giants. I think the guy has five career touchdowns against the Giants. I know we had three in one game, they get two in another game. It kills the Giants, but then again, what tight end doesn't? But there's a lot of question marks at tight end, right? I mean, you have to get through the first couple of guys. It's un- un- unlike the uh, quarterbacks. Okay, do we think Jared Cook's going to do anything? Noah Fant, Gronk in Tampa Bay, I don't know. Hawkinson, Kosicki, Herndon, you know, guys that you just don't know here. Ebron, Goddard, do you like two uh, tight ends in Philadelphia? You know, these are guys that you can see and obviously moving up in the pecking order here. So I like the tight ends. I do. If you're going to wait on tight end, which, let's face it, if you're not going to spend a top three uh, pick on top three round pick on Kelsey, Kittle, and Andrews, you might as well wait. You might as well okay. wait till the end and take a shot at somebody. We talked about running backs a lot. We got about a minute to go. I'm going to rip off the, the listed running backs here on Fantasy Pros of all the sleepers that, that have been listed. I'm not including Antonio Gibson, who's at the top of their list, because we already know. He's, this article probably influenced it to some extent. Here's the rest. J.K. Dobbins, Jordan Howard, Zach Moss, Matt Breida, Boston Scott, James White, Tevin Coleman, my guy, Chase Edmonds, Josh Kelly, DeAndre Washington, Duke Johnson, Damian Harris. Of those guys, who do you like to really outproduce I, where they're going? I don't going? know who I like. Uh, who do I, fantasy-wise, I'd want Jordan Howard. Because I think, uh, what'd you say yesterday? He's going to fall into the end zone seven times and look ugly. Yeah, like people don't like having players like that because he's not exciting. He's not a versatile back. But if Miami's offense is 30% better than it was, which it could be, he's going to fall into the end zone six times. And, yeah, you might not know every week to play him. But if you're playing the zero RB game, Jordan Howard probably gets six, eight touchdowns this year. That's why I, you end up drafting him. Like he's not my exciting. guy. So he's right. my guy because I think he's gonna be the touchdown guy. I'm big. I'm big on the touchdown guy. Good. That's a good guy to be good. A good guy to be big on. So we'll come back. We'll close out the show. Close out the hour uh, with George next on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24/7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you 
BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Closing out this hour of football full circle. Thank you to our producer, Brian Rakowski. George and I are uh, trying to find some positive news in all of this, right, George? We've been building towards an NFL season. We didn't know if it was going to happen. We think things can get screwed up. But good news this week as far as the COVID list is concerned. What was that? Yeah, only five players uh, as of Thursday, only five players are still on the COVID IL in the NFL on all the rosters. So that Thanks. would seem to be a big-time positive. That is a huge positive. There's 80 guys per team right now times 32. You're the math guy here. That's a lot of that's a lot of guys. 24. I think it's 2560 offhand. Right, 2560. So, uh, so there we are. We're down to five guys now. Not all those guys are bubbled up either. Some of the, a lot of the rookies, as you've seen from Hard Knocks, a lot of the rookies are living in team hotels, so they're in a, a bubble of sorts, hotel and uh, practice facility and back. But a lot of these other guys are going home. I, I think the negative is that the Mets. <laughs> We're sort of taking care of business, and then the Mets got a couple well, that, is, of Isn't that the worry in the NFL, members. though? Yeah. Baseball, di- baseball didn't have a problem when they were practicing either. It's when they started traveling to other cities, and maybe guys are but going it out. it isn't as bad as we thought. Well, you say that. And the they, NFL players don't travel. They don't go on road trips like baseball players do. Right, right. They're uh, not in hotels like that. They're in hotels one night a week, sometimes two. But baseball now they they'll I think today's day I think today is actually day thirty of baseball not having a uh, not being able to play a full game schedule. There's been released one game canceled now for thirty days here. Granted, last Wednesday one of those games was a rainout. They would have had all thirty. It wasn't, it wasn't COVID related, but the other twenty nine days are COVID related. So uh, I know I brought it up to you before the show. I do wonder what the NFL is going to do, what their guidelines going to be. Baseball. One player has it. You're, you're canceling days. And it's easy. Yeah. It's easier to make up games in the Major League Baseball. What's it going to be for football? Sunday morning, do we need three, four, five? How many guys or how many members of the team have to have it for that game to be canceled? Yeah. 
it's important. I, I don't know what that's going to look like. I do think there'll be some cancellations, postponements along, along the way. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better about things now than I was. It doesn't mean I'm guaranteeing anything, but it's good to see that that number's so low. Only five players out of a huge percentage, way, way under 1% now. So uh, on behalf of the aforementioned producer, Brian Rakowski and George Kurtz, I'm Mike Blewett. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this edition of Football Full Circle. We'll see you next time on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.